Okay, we're back for another episode <laughs> of this amazing slice of magic. Um, no S words, the past, or no S words. And more F words. <laughs> I'm going to get better at that at some point, I swear. Um, <laughs> it's, it's cute. I love it. Everything that we do, I love it. <laughs> so I'm Erica. This is I'm Grace. Brittany. <laughs> um, Man, this podcast is just a collection of love letters back and forth, <laughs> inner processings, um, all the deep shit. And um, Brittany and I, over time of sending these things back and forth, realized how much we got out of sharing these things with each other and then processing about them, right? Processing what your voice memo meant to me and vice versa. Um, so much growth happened from that. And we just wanted to have a safe space to share that out loud for other people to connect with that in their own way because reflecting on other people's reflections is where a lot of magic happens so mm -hmm. that's what all of this is about <laughs> yeah just no big that's yeah. it <laughs> it's just only about like our deepest darkest desires and reflections and wants and needs and fears and you know the human experience, the whole spectrum of the human experience <laughs> yeah. is, is what this podcast is about. Um, so at first in this process, we like to share, share a voice memo that we've chosen, right? And then we have reflections on it and let the conversation go where it flows, which is always an amazing um, circle that always comes back. Um, and anyway, a lot of, a lot of learning there and a lot of just more growth, but this episode um, or this particular voice memo that we pulled out was, um, it was a recording that I made um, and just sharing some context of it before we share the voice memo with you and then dive into it. Um, this voice memo came at a time where um, we recently had just started processing things out loud um, in these voice memos to each other. And I started exploring that idea of doing it with myself, right? Um, or just recording conversations I was having because I had tried to do voice memos to myself before and it didn't work that well, but it did work really well when I was talking, talking either directly to a person or I found out later pretending I was talking to my <sighs> or whatever that looked like. And my partner was gracious enough to let me record this conversation as I was having. So you hear him doing some like paperwork in the background, <laughs> just like <laughs> listening to me as I was um, processing these things. So this came at a time that I was, um, I had returned to therapy and I was really working through some dark things, um, because, and I, I had returned, and this is a big piece of the conversation we'll have is the reason that I decided to return to therapy, um, was really, I, I was ready to let go of some things. And this whole recording is about this idea of, you know, knowing and recognizing that you have, a self-limiting belief, right? Like something innately that lives in your bones, in your subconscious, this innate inner belief that is self-limiting is one thing. Like, and it is a very scary thing to become aware of it. Um, but letting go of that is something completely different. And, you know, being ready to let that go is a whole nother process. And um, when I had that realization that I was the person holding myself back and am I ready to let this thing go? Um, that was really kind of like an inner battle I was having at the time. And this voice memo was this like 
God, this really cool moment of um, realizing that of that resistance I was having with myself and finally being ready to let it go. Um, but knowing that that process was not going to look pretty and it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be like a, a check the box. I did it and um, I'm ready for that work now. So that's, that's the context. We're going to dive in and let you listen. And we go and talk about it on the other side. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> for the year the overall energy of the year was the bear and it's this like you're waking up from hibernation kind of thing that it's like slow and steady but like when a bear's awake like it's awake and watch out kind of thing but Mm -hmm. like bear energy is like kind of slow to start and it's but it picks up momentum and it like but it's like waking up from a deep hibernation which usually means like it's the dawning of like spring is coming and like new things I know I went through like a really heavy period for a while and I know that I'm still like having like the ripple effect is hitting me, I think. I'm just, like, having having some residual wake. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I am tired. I am so tired of, like, me and what I've been through I'm so tired of it continuing to hold me in the place that I've let it hold me for my whole life. And like, yes, I've become a strong person on the other side of it, and I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful. But I'm not going to let it define me anymore. Like, I'm ready to move on. It's scary because it felt like it was almost like a This is gonna sound ridiculous, like a badge of honor, like a like a get out of jail free card. I could. I could be like, look what I fucking got through. Like my life now is fine. It's fine. And it is. It's wonderful. It's enough for me. But I deserve more. And it's okay to want more. But if I'm going to actually do the work, it means letting go of this badge of honor and these beliefs that I've held on to for a long time. And deciding that this isn't enough for me. That I do want more and that's okay. And I know that... Releasing some of those subconscious beliefs 
and thoughts that have been ruling my life and keeping me safe, like they served a purpose and it's okay. But I'm like ready to move beyond them. And I know that that means letting go and letting go means more steady work right now. It's not like this turning of the page and like snap of the fingers. You did the work last year, like good for you. Here's your reward. Like it doesn't work that way. And it's going to continue with me working every day on these and releasing them. And I think for a while I was like, am I ready to let go of those things? I don't think I am. And I am now. And I'm ready to do the work that's required of me to let go of them. That is literally, at this moment in time, my favorite voice memo. Um, And it always will be. I I feel like I I just don't know how there could be something else. But I couldn't wait to talk about that voice memo. Um, That, to me, first of all, we have to talk about Jackson. Um, Erica's beautiful kitty. If you, I actually might redirect you to that voice memo if you're not listening with headphones or you're not listening in a quiet space because uh Jackson he was sitting on your chest right like yeah yeah so I have this adorable (laughs) cat who likes to lay like curl up in a ball on your chest as you're talking so he was purring (laughs) yeah and he was purring and at first I didn't realize it was a cat and I said it to her later I was like is that well actually I thought it might be Abby but you said yeah no no it was Jackson he was laying on my chest so there was something about that that put me in such a state of Zen and comfort and it felt for better or for worse. I was like, it feels like I'm in the womb right now. And it was also the first time, you know, like Erica had said in the intro, this is a conversation she was having with her partner. And it's something that she let us and our other dear friend Erica in on. And the weight of that, I'm not going to understate that at all, that it, it felt so, so deeply intimate to me to be able to hear that and, and just hear from her some conversations that it was, it's really beautiful. And I can't wait to talk about it. And I know we have a lot of things that we do want to talk about, but I also know that this might be, um, I mean, this will be a fun podcast, but there's going to be some differing perspectives because Erica, as the creator of the voice memo has some thoughts that she, you know, that are great, but I get something different out of the voice memo. And there's some places that we, we converge and we'll talk about that too, but, um, this is going to be a really good one to talk about. Oh my God. I'm, I'm excited to dive into it because I, um, it meant so much to me to share this, you know, particularly with, particularly with you and Erica, because, you know, for me, much like any human, like you're, you just want to be seen for who you are and, and truly where you are, even when you're imperfect and know that you're loved and accepted anyway. And this was one of those times that I was just, I had this realization that was sad 
and scary and liberating all at the same time. And I didn't really know what to think of it, right? At the as I was as it was unfolding and but as I realized that there was so much potential in in letting go and and being able to to really, you know, feel this for the first time and um, and also like the freedom in sharing that with other people for them to see me for really where I was and, you know, take it for what it was or, or, you know, make it something different or just love me, you know, for where I was at was just, it was really, that was really powerful. So just as it's just so cool that you feel that way, um, about my sharing, because I feel the same way about you receiving it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, absolutely. And so I wonder, I think let's start with what you were talking about, how, um, some of this felt like coming to terms with your own limiting beliefs and realizing your, your own limiting factor. Mm. I want to, I want to hear that first. I, I just, it's crazy to me. So I want to, I want to hear it all. So, yeah. Um, so this, yeah, this, I, I, I started this journey of entrepreneurship, right? And um, as any any person on any podcast will tell you that like when you when you start that journey that it's so much about self-growth and teaching you about yourself and where you are. And for me, um, I was recognizing time and time again that even though mindset was something that I use in my business with clients that I work with and all of this, mindset was what was holding me back from really stepping into what I know I'm capable of, what I'm meant to bring in into life, like what what I want to do, really, like really how I want to show up, that I was my limiting factor. I was the one holding myself back. And like, okay, well, I have some mindset work to do. What, what does that even mean? And um, this voice memo came at a time when I had been doing some really deep diving into, into therapy and the reason that this was probably feeling so intimate and heavy and dark was because I had uncovered a limiting belief that um, was really held in my subconscious for probably my whole life from a very young age that I placed there at a young age because I, I just didn't know any better. And, um, and that story was, I'm not good enough to put it simply, and it's a story that all of us, I, I think, hold on to and, and tell ourselves at some point. Um, but for me, that story was really intimate because my story I told myself was that I'm, I'm not good enough and this is why these bad things are happening to me. And this is why my life is where it is. And um, this is why my mother is sick. This is why um, I, I can't have happiness like those other kids can have. And, um, so in this process, I had realized that this was a story I told myself at a young age and I was telling myself over and over again. And, um, and I really came to this point where I was like, what if, what if that wasn't true? <laughs> what if that wasn't true? And I could let go of all of this. Right. And that was this idea of, of, Real, coming into that place and and realizing that that was the truth and and forgiving myself for believing that because as an adult you're like oh my god that's that's it like that's that's what it's been the whole time and and it's sad and it's heavy and it's all of these things but um I don't know it was also so freeing right like oh anyway that's yeah no 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 that's amazing I 
we'll say, yeah, it was intimate and it was heavy, but in no way do I ever see that. Like that one was not sad to me at all. And I'm realizing too, as you're talking about it, because I mean, no one spent more time with Erica than Erica, right? And so, you know, every crevice of you. I did not meet Erica until much later in her life. Mm-hmm. And when I met Erica on day one, she was already this beacon of strength. And the more that I learned about her and the more that I uncovered, the stronger I realized she was. Mm-hmm. And so it's this to me, this voice memo to me was actually your next le- or your next layer of strength because you are simply refusing to live an average or even above average life. That's something that you said in the middle, like my life is fine. Like there is nothing wrong. It's great. And you know that, but the fact that that is where, how, what is the majority or what is the percentage of people that stop at that level of life is good, you know, and that's fine. But you were simply saying that I, I do know all my demons, but knowing and letting go is two completely different things. Yeah. And only in order to, I guess, level up as a human again, I have to let go. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, that was, that's 100%. And I, and, and like the other piece of that is when, when you've lived through that kind of experience and you've come out on the other side and yes, like these experience give you depth and they give you your armor and your strength and people see you for your strength. And like, no, yes, that is enough. It is enough, right? Like at, in itself, but to be in that space of saying, yes, this is enough. And yet I still want more like that. I do. I am happy with where I am. And, um, I, that was, I think the biggest thing that I had to overcome was that realization that like, I used to be truly in that space of like, it was enough that I've overcome all of this, like, and that I'm, I'm strong and I'm on the other side. And that's my, like, and in, in the voice memo, I think I'm like, it's almost sad. Like I call it like a tragic medal of honor. Like, look what I did. Look at me. Right. Like I am strong and I came out on the other side. Um, and my life is great, but in order to really elevate and, and, and have more because I believe that I deserve that and, and I can have that and that's okay. I have to let this badge go. Like I have to, I like, and that's, yeah, it was, um, it was such a crazy realization where I was like, I can be grateful for it. And, and also, but not want to hold on to it too. I can be grateful for it and let it go and make space for more. And that's really the point yes. of it, right? It's like, is that if I continue to hold on to that, to be like, look what you did, Erica, you're so brave and strong. And I mean, don't get me wrong. That's important. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's so important to like feel gratitude and acknowledge where you've been and how you've grown. But, but the work is also letting that go. The work is also creating more space for more because you're allowed to have more in your life. And, but we can't do that if we're continuing to hold on to these things. Right. And for me, it was this realization of like honoring where I've been and 
being okay with releasing that so that I could call in more. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And from the outsider's perspective, it's just stuff that you don't, you don't realize. And people are going to say that they understand, right. That, that everyone's, whatever they say, they're always fighting a battle. There, someone's always got something going on. And so just have compassion because everyone's going through something. Right. But I genuinely, as, as close as I am with Erica, sometimes don't realize that this stuff has been stagnant energy for you, right? Where it's like, I already see how far you come, how far you've come and how far you want to keep pushing. And I never think about you even having these barriers sometimes, right? And I never even think about you saying, oh man, I got to clear some of this out because I am holding on to it because you don't, it's not something that I know you're saying you have this, this medal of honor or this badge of honor and it's armor, but it doesn't feel like that to someone who's really close to you. Mm. Like it feels like you, you always have that room for more space. And so hearing you say it, it's just one of those times that I'm just like, here's someone who is literally my best friend in the world. I am closer to you than I am to anybody else. And sometimes I still just don't even, I won't. I don't know that. I just don't know that. And thank you for sharing it with me, you know, and I don't know, I don't even know how it's to put it, except it's, it's just always so illuminating. And I'm grateful that you will share those things because it helps me continue to understand you better. Well, I think that's, that's, thank you friend. (laughs) But I, I think that also, this is why it's so important for people to have to have more courage and like in being vulnerable to share some of these things out loud, because we have no idea what's going on beneath the surface. And there are, and, and the problem is, and, and yes, this is, this is a bigger part of the conversation in terms of social media is like how people are portraying things, you know, on a surface level for their feed and for their reels and whatever, but you have no idea what's going on behind the screen. Like we know it on that surface level, but even with your friends, even with your friends who show up for you in a certain way or, or, or exude whatever kind of energy around you, you know how much is going on beneath the surface for you individually, right? As a person, you know that even though you're coming at it with X, Y energy with, for this person, what's really going on behind the scenes for you and, and your struggle and your battle with yourself to feel good enough every day, like to show up in the ways that you want to and your battle with yourself, like with imposter syndrome and all, like, you know, the depths of what you deal with every day personally, but we never see that play out loud for other people. Right. We just like, even our strong friends, we're like, oh, she doesn't deal with the things that I deal with. Right. And then you, <laughs> and then you hear these kinds of things and you're like, oh, she does every day. Like, oh shit. Like, and that's, so that's really like, and that's what this, that's what the magic of this is all about. Right. Is like sharing that out loud to say like, it's not a you thing. Like it's not a you yeah. problem, right? It's um, you know, it's it's so much more than that. Like we all we all have our own dialect of that, right? Like yeah. in a different yeah. yeah, and and just to also be like crystal clear too, it's not that I ever think that Erica doesn't go through things. Like, oh, yeah, you know, it is what it is, but I also from me personally, knowing that I 
love people so much. And if I've chosen to love you, like I will love you so deep that sometimes it's, it's not that I don't know that you're going through things. It's just like, I don't comprehend how you could ever feel like that because I see you in such a light that I just, Mm. you are the, like, I look at you like you're the best thing to ever be on this earth. And it's just more like, damn, like, how could you ever feel like that? Like, I see you as so uh, well, that's, magical. that's, that's the power of, of having relationships in your life that are like based on true, like true love without expectation. And, mm-hmm. um, and something that I have to, I just have to say is that like my growth as a human, you know, we've talked about like our enneatypes in other podcasts. Like I I'm an Enneagram eight and I, my, my act, my true inner circle is very small. And because, you know, and when you think about this, like when you have people in that true inner circle that you can be 100% yourself with without fear of, um, what is this going to make them think? Or how are they going to, how are they going to behave towards me if they know this about me? Or if they, you know what I mean? To not, to not have to worry about that, um, gives you the freedom and the space to be yourself and explore what that even means truly like more and more that that feels Mm -hmm. safe. So it makes me feel safe to explore myself in those ways too. Right. And I've, and that circle has expanded more and more, the more that I've had people around me who've like, just loved me for me. So like for you and, and vice versa, right? Like I know that like, we're, we're just a mirror for each other in that way. And the fact that you know, I know how you feel in that way about me that like, it makes me think, man, she knows these things about me. Like all of my imperfections that I think are, are like the worst <laughs> of me. And she's like, you're fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> so like part of that's gotta be true. Right. So, and this is this idea of like, how many times have you heard how many people need to believe in you before you believe in yourself? But truly that idea of if somebody else that I love and I think is fucking awesome, like I think Brittany is a fucking amazing, incredible human. And she, for some reason, is tricked into thinking that I'm really cool and amazing. So part of that has to be true, right? But this is the magic of like a, a fucking, like just a true and amazing friendship. And anyway. Yeah, I know. And we we said, I think one of us said that before too, of our, our, our triad with our other Erica that it's non-negotiable at this point. Like I have to realize I'm, I'm kind of cool because if these two people that I respect so fucking much think that I'm cool, it's like, well, what? I either I'm calling them a liar or I must be cool. Like there's no, like it's non-negotiable anymore. Like I must be kind of cool, right? And then you can so, put anything in yourself and like take it from there and then it's all mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and that's it. And it's simple and nothing else ever else goes wrong. So becoming like- coming back to this, this idea of like bringing those kind of people in your life though. And this, this is like the whole aspect of the work, right? Is that like, we could say, oh, these amazing people just showed up in my life. Did they, or did you do the work on yourself to attract that kind of person in your life? Right. And did you do that kind of work to set that boundary and that energy to say like, this is the kind of person I want. And I, I think that's the whole other piece of this that we both kind of talked about that we got from this, this particular voice memo is that when it comes to the work, it's just this, it is a constant process and realizing like, Hey, 
I'm not going to just check this box and I elevate to the next level and like, oh, I'm here now. And like, and I don't have to, you know what it's, that's not what the work means. And that it, it truly is this idea of like an ongoing process. So this digging it out and releasing something. So you have more space to bring other things on. And that like, you know, when we talk about friendships, giving us that space, like we created that to begin with, with starting by doing some of this self-work. Right. And, um, and, and, and I think that we encourage each other to continue on that journey of, of what work looks like. Right. And it looks different at every stage. Hell yeah, it does. (laughs) I was thinking about this earlier this year because I, think that the concept of self-work is a little new for me. It's not to say I haven't done it in different ways, but in terms of truly carving out space for myself, it's still kind of a new concept. And I actually realized early this year that I, much like you actually were just saying, like I was using it almost like as armor or as a badge of honor, like Well, I'm doing the work right now so I can ignore and block out everything else that I want in life, right? Like I just, I took time for myself and I was like, nothing else matters. It's only this. And I realized what I was actually doing was, was putting on armor because I started, I started scaring myself about returning to real life, like quote unquote, returning to real life, because it's a, it was a, almost a safe space to be like, well, I know I'm working on myself right now. So I, I don't have to show up as perfect because I'm working on it. And that was something that I had to realize that bitch, I'm never going to be perfect. Like it will never be done. Mm-hmm. And so for me, and there's like certain goals that I had set for myself and I was like, okay, well, once, once X happens, then I can start doing this. And then it was okay. Well, X came and now it's like, well, once Y happens, mm. then I can. And then Y came and I was like, oh, well, how about I just push it out even further? And like now like Z, right? Like all of these things had to fall in perfect alignment for me to feel like, oh, I could continue on with life. Mm. But it was just this realization that like, dude, I'm never going to be perfect. And, and scaring myself about living in the real world is not helping. It's not. So as much as it's great to carve out this time and say, I'm dedicating this time to myself, I... I want to care for myself and these are the ways that I'm doing it. And that's great. And I applaud anyone who wants to do that, but there, it's not an excuse or it's not the end of what your life looks like. Right. Because doing the work, there's a, there should be goals on the other side, right? Like if it's something you're working on, there should be some outcome of that. And so you're never going to be stuck in the self-work phase forever. Right. Or you'll always be doing it, whatever, but you just are never going to be perfect. And so coming to terms with that, Uh, that makes sense whatsoever, but. No, it totally does. It, no, it totally does. And that's that, accepting that and acknowledging that is, is a part of the work. And it's, and it's, and it's a hard pill to swallow. Cause you're like, I, I thought it's just like this stage of enlightenment I get to. And like, I feel good and like everything's, and that's not what's really happening here is like, we want to get to a place where we want to get to a place where it doesn't rock our world when we're not like, right. That we want to get to a place where, when we're in the challenge, when we're in the shit, because it's going to happen, like it's going to happen that we're waiting through it. We can look at it 
instead, instead of being like, why? Oh my God, I just want to be on the other side of this. What's that feeling on the other side? Setting expectations, right? We're setting an expectation of how I'm going to feel on the other side. I'm drowning in it right now. Instead of doing that, we think this is an opportunity that I can grow from. Thank you for this opportunity. What, like, what am I going to learn in this lesson? I'm going to put my head down and I got to get this work done. Right. And it's because this is the, this idea of like, how am I going to respond to it? It is my choice. Like I get to choose how I respond to this. Right. And when it comes to like self-growth now, and like this idea of all of this inner work and, and, and diving into, in, into whatever that looks like and, and, and bettering yourself, whatever you want to call that. And people have different words for this, right? Mm-hmm. When you're doing any type of internal dives, I always think about it as, I used to think about it as like, oh, I checked this box. I'm at level two and now I'm at level three and now I'm at level. And I've learned more and more that it's less like that. And it's more like you have this channel that you're swimming in. And there are some areas where there's a lot of resistance and there might be some weird, like, what do they call them? Like undercurrents, like undercurrents yeah. kind of way there might be a storm, but like every now and again, there's a little platform for you to get up on for a little while and take a breath and sit in the sun and enjoy a beer with some friends and like, <gasps> and right. Like, and enjoy the space and the lessons you've learned. And then you're like, okay, I'm ready to go again. Right. And like, and, and that's, Dude. that's just how I see progress and but the thing is sometimes you're in in the storm and you're just like I'm fucking drowning here <laughs> like what, you know what the hell yep. send me a lifeline um but god i just i just think so much that like we we sometimes are so wanting to get to that next level and thinking that it's a deeper dive but it's like hey why don't you just stay up on the platform for a little while and be here present moment and like soak up the lessons you've learned and be here for a little bit and give yourself the space you need to go on that longer journey or that deeper dive or whatever that looks like. You know, I think we're, we're like you and I, especially we're like, I need to dive deeper. I need to dive deeper, but it's like, Hey, maybe you need to stay up here on this platform for a little while longer. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, a, first of all, how dare you start using water, water metaphors against me. (laughs) That's all I've been doing lately. Erica knows that, but I just like, constantly even thinking about things in terms of water but that's such a good point about just staying on the platform a little bit longer and that that self-work journey is going to look different every day it's something I got smacked with it this weekend because I am truly truly trusting the process of EMDR and something that you do in EMDR too is at least I think so at least I'm doing it so I'm assuming you're doing it but when you start talking about like certain memories, you, you gauge it on a disturbance level and you're just trying to get the number of disturbance to go down. Right. And so I'm very, very new to my journey still. And so we're still on the first memory and it's like, okay, what's the disturbance level now versus what is it later? And so metrically, so a very, uh, you know, observant standpoint, I know that my number has gone down and I'm like, cool. Like my disturbance gauge, cool. Like shift it back a little bit. I feel good about that. And then this weekend, my end goal of figuring out all of the things that make me anxious and removing that disturbance level wasn't existing. Like I, I was like, damn, it's like I hadn't done a damn thing. Like this, the, everything that I've been working on doesn't even matter because I got so set off this weekend. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, this is what 
I'm trying to get better at. So I'm here, I am trusting this process and I see, I see nothing from it. But then, and I also told Erica this, that I, my response to how I acted was different. So no, I haven't controlled the disturbance, so to speak, but I've controlled my response to it or am starting to, right? And it's, it's interesting that you say this now of, okay, just, just chill on the platform, right? Because I had the desire to be like, okay, what, what was it that did this? And what do I do now? And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, nope, for right now, I know it happened. And for right now, I reacted a little bit differently and that's gotta be good enough for today. And, and I don't need to start judging myself that I'm like very new in this journey and I haven't figured it all out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna hang out on this platform and jump back in next week. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, and that's the thing too, is when we're, we're attaching expectation to the work that we're doing. Right. And this, like, I'm doing the work. What the fuck? Like, why isn't it make me feel any better? Like, why am I reacting in this way? Um, but the work is really like, it's, it's how you apply it in other situations. Right. And it's, it brings me back to this idea. Um, I remember the first time I'm going to share with, I'm going to share with everybody listening here. The first time I decided I liked yoga, was, <laughs> this, is, this is a long journey for me. Cause I like hated sitting still and like all of that. And, but there was a yoga teacher. We were like in the middle of yoga. We were like in our, like laying on the mat. And she was like, if you come into yoga because it's that hour on the mat is the best hour of your day. And it's like, I come here to just release my stress on the mat. You're not doing yoga for the right reasons. Or like, you're not doing yoga in the right way because it's truly like yoga should give you that space of you have that space wherever you go all the time, right? It's not just here on this mat. It's not just here in this room on this mat for this hour. It's, I have access to this all the time. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, I have not been doing yoga right my entire life, first of all. But I, I've thought about that a lot. And for me, I've learned to apply that almost always retrospectively, like, because I put my expectation, I put expectations on myself. Like I'm not perfect. Same thing. I go into my EMDR therapy and I'm like, why don't I feel better? I should feel better now. I'm doing the thing. Watch the office, Erica. Oh Oh, God. The office, Brian. (laughs) Inside joke. Um, yeah. No, for real. Like I, I put such expectations on things too, but retrospectively I'll go and and go really like, this is allowing me to be objective about how I'm feeling later. And I do need some time and space to like, to really separate myself from that feeling to, to start to really kind of connect with it and process it in a different way. And, and that's what like EMDR has done for me in that way, for sure. And I know like it's just that idea of applying it into different places. Right. And like, not always putting like, this is going to make me feel better for this. It's really like giving you that gift of another tool in your toolbox, right. To like, give you that space and and awareness and like understanding sometimes. Um, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I thought you were going to say something totally different when you're talking about yoga, because I like my yoga instructors have said it in a completely different way where it was like, if all you can do right now is this hour, mm-hmm. then that's okay, right? Wow. And I think, I mean, 
they might be saying the same thing in very different contexts, right? Like sure. yours is yours is a, a true empowerment of like, you can do this at any time. Like, it's great that you're here, but you can do this at any time. Mm-hmm. And ours is, or mine was just like a, don't guilt yourself. Like, forget mm-hmm. about the traffic that it took you to get here. Forget about everything you have to do after this. Just right now, just focus on this. <sighs> so it's, it's probably the same thing in different ways, but. But that's that, I was just going to say, that's the magic though, that like, that it's this, it's two completely different things, but like how we've always said, like, you know, take what resonates and leave what doesn't because like for that same hour of the day, like maybe one person needs to hear like this hour of your day is enough that you're doing this versus like, if you can't make it here, like, why are you putting your pressure on yourself to fix all of this in this hour? You can take this with you whenever, like, like, it's always like, take and, and the same that we had this, these thoughts with this voice memo, when we were reflecting on it is I got this from it. You got that from it. Like, mm. right. Is that like, take, take what, take what comes and resonates with you and leave what doesn't like, don't, don't make yourself wrong. Don't judge yourself because well, shit, like, and like, if you guys are listening to this and you're like, well, shit, I didn't get those things out of that voice memo. Great. Like, right. <laughs> Then, you know, then, then what, what did you get out of it? What were your reflections? That's, that's the message here is like, are you asking yourself those questions? Are, are, are you listening to things that are challenging you to ask yourself those questions so that you can kind of be on that path to do your own work? Right. Yeah. Oh God, that's perfect. Cause it also makes me think about this last point. Cause what you've said to me a million times of take what's resonating and leave what's not because there's been a couple times and Erica will obviously agree with this but there's been times when you've sent me a podcast or you've sent me like um the other day when you sent me the the pattern clips or whatever and I was just like nothing I was like no like well it either is nothing like this this podcast did not land whatsoever or I'm angry about what I'm seeing and I don't like this. Right. And so sometimes and there's, and Erica never says it to me because she's expecting me to get angry. Like she's just, Oh, like right now this is landing with me. I think it could land with you too. And I'm like, no, no, no. And so some days I'm really scroogey about it, but what it's really happening is that once again, expectations are kind of creeping in, right. Of wow, this, like this podcast or this, whatever really sat with Erica. So it's definitely going to sit with me in the same way. Right. And it doesn't, and that's okay. Right. And that's the start of what I think is this idea of letting go. Mm. Like for me right now, what the most important thing for me to do, because I'm not ready to let go of my armor, like my, my badge yet. Like I'm not ready to, but I'm ready to let go of the expectations of what it looks like as I'm doing it. Like that's what I'm ready to let go at this point. And so I don't know. That's, that's, that's kind of (laughs) shit. No, that's like, man, that's, but that's, that's still, that's still your, and I think that's so beautiful that you shared that because everybody's journey and their different stages look very unique to them. And, you know, for me, it looked very much like this could be enough for me, like where I am, like in my journey and right now, and it is like, it's more than enough. But for me, it was like a, it was just like this one thing that was like, 
I, I really, I, I can't explain it. Like, and I, I, I could sit here and try to, but it's when it's yours and it's so personal, it's something you've held on to for a long time. Um, you have your own reasons for having trouble to let it, having trouble letting it go, whether it's, you know, personal, emotional projections you have on it or, or just out of fear, right? Like you don't know any better. This is, this is how you've always operated. And, um, you know, for people to say like, I, I'm now releasing expectations for what that work even looks like, like that's, that's huge. And that I'm just willing to show up and do it and see what happens. Um, you know, I think for me, the whole fear that I had around it was, I didn't know what that work looked like. And that terrified me. And now I'm like, well, I'm just going to let that go. And just, I know that it's gotta be, if this is already great where I am now, then like, of course it could get better. Right. Like, and, and as soon as you let yourself believe that a little bit and go like, okay, like it's okay for me to let this go because if shit is good now, like <laughs> how much better is it yeah. going to be if I continue to show up and do the work? You know what I mean? So. Ugh. Yes. And it's coming from that place of love again, like that we mentioned in the other podcast, like it's when you're ready, you're not letting it go from a sense of I'm judging myself. It's a shitty behavior I have. It's a bad habit I have. I need to get rid of it. It's more like you, you're, you're okay. Like you're safe mm-hmm. and it's okay to let that go. And so whatever it is that you're letting go doesn't really matter as long as you know that the reasons that you're letting it go is because exactly what you said, you're like, I'm ready for something I'm better, like, or new or whatever that looks like. And that's definitely enough. Ugh. That's such a good feeling. That's such a good feeling. (laughs) I love talking about all the things. I, this was just such a special one. I'm just, I'm really shared this and, um, and it's, it's crazy too, because, um, you know, again, it was something that came up or, or needed to return to me. So I could kind of reintegrate some of those lessons and, um, man, I just, it came up at the right time for me and, and I hope it did for other people too. So, yeah. And so if you're going through the work or you're in the process of letting go or, uh, any of the other things that we talked about or something we didn't talk about, uh, send us a voice memo, <laughs> let us know about it. Um, seriously, even if it's something that I mean, welcome to Erica and I's minds. If you have something so tangential that you're just like, I I don't really know, but this is what came up. Just go with it. Just go with it. (laughs) Yeah. And just, and share it with us. And please like, honestly, send, send voice memos. Maybe by the time this goes up, we'll have like a place to do that. If not, you know where to find Erica and I and send it to us then. And we want to hear everything. So yeah. We want to hear your reflections, your processing on it too. It's, it's so much about all of this because we all process it differently. So, and we gain so much by sharing it with each other for sure. That's the magic that we found in this. And it's just exciting to try to expand that in other people too. So send us your voice memos, people. Yes. All of them. I love them all. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Yeah. Bye. Bye.